Ember Lion, Painkiller Nearly, episode 42. Hey, Merka. Hey. All right, let's do this. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I was just... Uh, I, I, one thing I said is, uh, I was thinking about it earlier today. This will be the first episode live that the new Patreons have seen, right? People subscribe for it. So we need to be awesome. Oh. Yeah. Well... No pressure. Tell your story. You saw, who was it? Yeah, Family I saw my friend? cousin. Mm -hmm. I saw my cousin uh, today, and he was telling me a story. Um, he said he caught up with an old high school friend in a bar, and, uh, and he didn't notice it at first, but this guy has worse teeth than Jeremy. They're no. talking, and, and the guy goes, hey, yeah. <laughs> kind of like that, you know, a smiling laugh, uh -huh. and, and he sees them. They're really, really fucked up, and just as he's noticing, part of this tooth, like like one of the main front ones, like if you know, like bugs, like if you're Bugs Bunny, your main two front teeth in the center, the front of one of those, a piece of it falls off and sticks to the guy's lip. Oh, like, wow! A, like a big chunk, he said. Like like the kind, like like it's stuck there, and as, and the guy keeps talking, and it's and it's just like on his lip, like like bouncing, and it won't go away. It's just stuck, and he's just focused on it he can't <laughs> as you would be from the, from the and, and he i was like what'd you do what'd you say he's like i didn't see shit i was so embarrassed i started getting hot flashes i turned red i was sweating he was like i just had to get out of there he's like i just like he turned around to pay for his beer and i left he was like that was the most embarrassing thing for me and i was just thinking like that would be awful if your teeth are falling apart like like while you're using them like i know tucker had that thing where like mm -hmm, his cap mm -hmm. fell off that's different. That's 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 some dental repairs required. This guy, a piece of this guy's living tissue is is I fucking too. So. The front of it, I picture it to be a veneer came off. Mm -mm. No, they were that rotten. Like, like like if wow. these were veneers, they were rotten veneers. You know what I mean? Like mm. they were his teeth were rotten and a piece of it chipped off and fell onto his lip. So I thought that was pretty funny. Scott Scott's always got some good stories. Watch yeah. a zombie right in real time. Yeah, he had all kind of trouble with his work. I don't know if that's an interesting subject. You know, Scott? I, I, yeah, so he... It um, is, you know why? I want to, but Before I hear about his interesting trouble with his work, I was saying he shouldn't blow all his future income on a really high-end Ford. He bought a really nice truck. And you were like, I don't know, it's kind of got it lined up. It's all perfect, you know? He's, he's employed for like nine months, then he hits unemployment, and this cycles back and forth, and he's got it. He's, he's set for life. He's building, is it a nuclear power plant? Um, yes. And I exaggerated life, but set for five years or whatever, you know, he's for, yeah, for a long time. Job. And uh, now, was I wrong? What's going on? So here's, here's what happened. It's, it's a... It's a it's not that complicated, I suppose. So he was working on uh, a piece of, at the nuclear power plant, mm -hmm. and he was like, he's like top tier of importance level tasks are assigned to him. So if he's doing something that's important, he's often like up on the uh, cooling towers. Um, he's had to crawl into like the steam uh, tunnels where you've just got to like go like sh you know shimmy through a small tunnel and weld up in those. He he does the important stuff, and he was working on one of these important pieces, and his boss says, hey. Stop doing what you're doing. We've got a really important thing over here on this cooling uh, vent or whatever. So they take him off his job, put him on this other one, and a day or so goes, goes by. And so someone makes a paperwork mistake, and instead of realizing that the thing that Scott had been working on wasn't finished and it wasn't meant to be finished, um, they stamped it as done. Like they, they basically made it seem like Scott was done with that piece and it could be quality... Uh, uh, inspected. So the quality inspectors come in, they see that it, the, the job is terrible, and revoke Scott's license. No! Yeah. 
and his co and the company he works for doesn't have his back. Even worse, they say, hey, don't worry about this. There's a requalification test you can take. All you have to do is an I-beam weld, get you certified right back up, and then we'll get you out to this job. So he shows up for that job, and he says, I'm here to do the job. First, I have to take the I-beam test, though, to get certified again. So they say, uh, actually, you're showing all green. Go ahead and do the job. So they put him on this job for like a week or two. He does all the work. At the end of it, when it's time to pay him, they say, actually, you're not certified. So they rip him off for all of his time and, uh, and, and, and effort. So he goes to the fucking union. The union doesn't like any of this. Uh -huh. They him up with a new company. It's going to be like a $7 an hour raise to like, nice. to like $40 an hour plus benefits. Uh, they, they're they're going to put 20% of his um, income into a 401k, without, and it's not a match. They just put in 20%. Mm -hmm. um, full like dental, medical, and which he didn't have before. And it's it's the same job, you know. It's multiple companies. He's still working on a nuclear power plant. It's still a five-year deal, and um, they he has the option though to go to Texas and Canada now to do like pipeline welding, where apparently if you have a truck, they pay thirty-five dollars an hour to your truck for being involved with the job. So he's got a truck, so he would just drive up to Canada. How wrong was I? I was like, I don't know if he should buy that truck because, you know, <laughs> he doesn't have job security. Now his truck is literally making 70 grand a year being trucky. <laughs> I, I told him, I was like, that's a lot for a truck. I was like, if you're a guy without a truck, you're fucked in that business, huh? He's like, oh, there's guys who'll go rent a truck and just put their welder on it and take it to the job just because it's going to it's gonna even out, make them, more, make them a whole lot more money than mm -hmm. otherwise. Because they needed transportation anyway, and uh, so yeah, it's it's worked out nicely for him. But but like right now, like as it sits today, you know he's unemployed because he's waiting to go between jobs. get on with it. But he's already signed his contract, and it's a union thing, which I feel like is much more stable. And uh, you know, if they say they're going to do a thing, they do a thing. Whereas it seems like, especially like I don't know, the, I don't know about the nuke, I don't know that other company seemed really shitty. They were intentionally fucking him over. It seemed. I don't understand their motivation, and it, it, it makes me like. So I don't, here's the deal. When I lived in the Northeast, for international people, in the Northeast of America, unions are strong, also in the Detroit area. Um, in the rest of America, unions are really weak, and they tend to hate unions in all these other places. So, uh, Colin, can you shut the door? Because mom's doing dishes. And uh, uh, so when I lived where the unions were, I didn't like unions. I kept seeing them defend people who didn't deserve to be defended. Um, my favorite example was this, um, this guy drove like trains. He's an engineer, I guess, and uh, like a train engineer. And it was like a train slash subway type thing in Philadelphia, it went up and down and about. Anyway, there's a section that's like an L or something, like elevated, and I, I hope I have my facts right. The motor fell out of the train. And the motor is hitting like this, the vertical supports for the track. This guy was so high, he didn't notice that a train engine was hanging from the train, hitting the supports. <laughs> and he crashed the train, and people got really hurt. They might I think some people died. And the whole, you know, driving the train high on cocaine, that's what this guy did, man. And wow. the union, they had his back. And as a person, perhaps a train passenger, you're like, really? There have to be situations where you don't have their back. There have to be situations where you think someone should be fired. Like, yes, this guy who killed many people, this guy who was high on the job, 
and, and his job is to slow down the damn train. You can't be high for that. It, it, it makes you hate unions. And then you get down here where I don't even know if there's any union jobs. If there are, I don't know. Of Not them. many. Yeah. And, um, and I see what happens without them. You know, there's income disparity, people being treated poorly and, uh, you know, lots of people hired who aren't Americans, you know, in jobs you wouldn't think they'd get. Um, and and meaning like government jobs and stuff that's you know just through a contractor and now all of a sudden you have illegal immigrants working for the government you know one step to removed and uh and it's just like huh you know if unions were here and they were strong they would make sure that that didn't happen and uh, uh it just seems like i like whatever i don't have yeah i could see the benefits and the and the short and the shortfalls to, to unions they have both uh, you know, you got people ripping off pensions too. I mean, mm -hmm. There's all kinds of crazy stuff that could happen. But yeah. anyway, did you see Bruce Jenner's uh, cover on Vanity Fair? Caitlyn Jenner now he prefers to be known as, or she prefers um, to be known I as. I do. I, I want to say she looks hotter now than she did before. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. She looks like a woman now, like completely. They, they. Uh, I saw Stern took uh, the photos and showed them all around town, and like every man that saw them thought thought she was an attractive woman and uh, wanted to have sex with her. Yeah, she's got she's got a strong jawbone. I like her. I'd hit it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did a really good job with that. That's, that's impressive. Um, I think they cut off his dick, too. I, I'm pretty sure. I, I, the funniest part of this is Howard Stern did a bid in 1987 about, I think it's about Bruce Jenner getting a sex change and changing his name to Caitlyn. No way. I'm like 90% sure because I was I was listening to it today, but I just heard the hat the like back end of it. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna I I'm nearly not nearly done Game of Thrones. So I'll check. I've got it in my pocket. I keep giving these status updates. It's always not remarkable, but steadily moving. I have 14 hours left. So 14 hours. Uh, tomorrow I'll take Hope to school. It'll be 13. We might go to Apex. Then take it down to twelve. It's, I'm, uh, I'm closing in. I'm gonna get back on the on the audiobooks when I finish this season of the show. Mm -hmm. I, I think I'll prefer that more. Um, what do you think of the latest episode? It uh, was episode good, and it had anyone, to be. For, hang on, so we don't spoil for anyone. We're talking about season five, episode eight. So if you don't want to hear spoilers for that, now is the time to skip ahead. Jump forward a bit. Um, so Best episode of the year. Yes, best episode of the year was the previous one, the one with the Sand Snake girls fighting. No, there was, was two a, episodes there, there ago. Were, that was two episodes ago. The last episode was definitely stronger than the Sand yeah. Snake episode, but mm -hmm. not as strong as this episode. This episode was great. Stuff happened. Yeah, yes. yeah. Stuff happened this show. Uh, I guess we're going to spoil the hell out of it, right? The last yeah. 20 minutes was a fight scene. Jon Snow's going to round up wildlings and add them to sort of his army, his posse, have them fight against the others, the White Walkers. Is it the White Walkers and the Walkers? Are those the two varieties? I think I've heard them called the, the whites, uh, zombie maybe? things, the dead men. But anything with white in there, I think they're, and the others, I think they're talking about the, the White Walkers. Okay, so the White Walkers are these blue-eyed sort of, zombies but more powerful than regular zombies they're they're, i don't think they're zombies they're not they, they definitely yeah, they're have not you're right they're, they're like they're ice creatures 
thank you, thank you. I shouldn't have called them zombies. They're, they're the, they, they turn babies into ice creatures. You know, they're, they're magical ice men. They're magical ice men. I don't know if you remember, but there was a scene from a season or two ago where the baby came and he sort of waves his hand over the babies. His eyes turn blue, and now you know where they come from. They're not yes. dead. They're magical. And that was the guy with the... So he, he sort of has like horns on his head, like, mm -hmm. but they're in the shape of a crown. And I think that was the same guy who did that to the baby. Uh, it's so, been a couple of years, though. So he took all of his, I'll call them zombies, but they might be called something else. And, and uh, most, they, they look, they're in all, for all intents and purposes, they're magic zombies. Yeah, that works. Magic, and, like a, and they're the aggressive, fast-moving, running variety of zombies. Yeah, but not plague zombies. So if they were to bite you a little, I think you're all good. I think you're right. I hadn't thought about that distinction. Yeah, they have to kill you. And then once you die, you come back as a zombie. So that's ah, that's good. They're not plague zombies. I hadn't thought about that. And uh, anyway, there was a big battle scene, and it was really well done. It was comparable to that. What was the battle scene with the boats? Battle of Blackwater uh, Bay, maybe. You know, if you, I think you're, you're thinking back and painting in the details um, with what you remember from the book. Because mm -hmm. I felt like they really cut away a lot on Blackwater Bay. And most of it seemed to be, like, characters' reactions. And when I think back on it, I think about ships exploding and people burning, but they really didn't show anything. Really? I think that if, if you really go back and watch, like you see some green fireballs, but just kind of like three seconds of it, and then it's all like t uh, character reactions. I think the best battle yet has been you know, defending the wall last season. Um, mm. When all Finns came over the wall and Egret got shot. And, uh, well, I think this one rivals that one. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I, I think I think it's good that we finally got to engage with the White Walkers and yes. see what that's like. Yeah, um, there in the books, there's the whole fist of the first men battle, but I just can't even remember that being in the shows. If it was, then they really downplayed it. But that was the first big battle in the books with the White Walkers and the Dead Men. But this it, is the first big one that, that I can remember. Now, in the, the books, show. when Jon Snow goes out to look for wildlings, and this I swear this won't ruin much. Um, he finds like five wildlings, maybe four dead ones in addition to that, and a giant. And when he's like, you should come with us, they're all like, yeah, I am hungry. And that's it. No battle, no nothing, no greatness, no epicness. Now, well, I watched a behind the scenes where they talked about this episode, and they said that they made a reference to this battle that we just watched, but I didn't catch it because I'm usually driving or something or distracted. So, um... So yeah, that it's definitely not detailed. What we just saw is, I want to say it's not in the books because they referred to it, but we don't hear it like that. They still they, they told bits of the story um, in in, in a, with an action scene. Then they that they mm -hmm. could have told maybe in a library. Like we learned that Valyrian steel uh, mm -hmm. totally kills White Walkers, and uh, you know it do, it doesn't get shattered by their ice weapons like normal steel does. Um, also. It, now, I'm one of those in-the-books assholes now, but in the books, the White Walkers, I think they're called, really have a hard time with fire. That's the thing. You want to hit them with fire weapons, torches, fire swords, stuff like that. Um, but in the battle scene we just saw, the guy was in a burning building and didn't seem to give a damn. I thought it was the dead men who struggled with the fire, because that's what Jon Snow burnt that time. Um. I, I think the White Walkers do. But, I, I mean, look, I'm, I'm wrong all the time. But um, I thought they really struggled with fire. And, and in the book, they really detail how, like, some of the people have fire swords. Stannis has a fire-related sword, right? There's, like, a couple characters in the show who have, well, a couple characters in the book who have fire-related magic swords. But in the show, they don't really show magic swords too much. 
Yeah, they don't. It's a shame. They just mention Valerian steel, and, and it makes you think it's sharper or something, but they don't really talk <laughs> about it being magic. Yeah, it's got blood magic woven into it. It's yeah. folded thousands of times. Right. There's magic in the wall. There's magic in some of these castles that make them stand up against the water, and all the magic is its kind of sucked out of um Yeah, the direwolves, too. I, I, you get what you get. I, uh, yeah. I I was really happy this episode. I thought it was the strongest yet. Mm-hmm. One thing I don't know if you picked out. Remember when Cersei is uh, is visited by uh, her um, her her maester friend that she had kind of propped up at one time as archmaester maester. Um, the last thing he says to her. Do you remember what he says? Mm-mm. The work continues. He's working on the mountain. He's still Frankensteining him back to life down in that dungeon. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a very angry Cersei and her like gigantic warrior friend is being mutated by this scary maester somewhere. I really hope there's a big showdown soon where Wait, why I'm is the mountain Cersei? Oh, Cersei. All right, I didn't I, you're saying Cersei all this time and I'm putting Sansa in its place. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Um Yeah, the mountain that's going to be a really big face-off because there's too many people arrested in King's Landing that are major characters. You can't arrest the Tyrells and Cersei Lannister. It's not going to work. I feel like the Queen of Thorns, she's going back to uh, um, the Tyrell lands to, 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 to raise up an army and bring back. I feel like Littlefinger's running back to the Vale to get the Knights of the Vale to come down to King's Landing because they haven't done shit since the whole war began. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think they're going to show up in the nick of time. They, and uh, th- there's no way this, these religious, religious people are going to kill Cersei and the Tyrells. But I bet they do kill uh, Cersei, because I bet uh, whenever the Tyrells and Littlefinger come in and rescue the day, they're like, no, you can take her head. And, and it's, I bet there's a moment like that. I, I'm hoping so, anyway. And I'm hoping the mountain makes his appearance at some point. And I'm hoping that Stoneheart, is that what she's called? Uh, yep. at some point is worked in. I also want Bran to show up with magic and Children of the Forest and kill Ramsay, but that's all, that seems like a long shot. <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I'm uh, like, what did I say? It was 14 hours left in the book or 14 yeah. maybe? Um, good stuff is starting to happen in the book. I'm right sort of even book and show like right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, they don't happen in perfect thing, but yeah. like I'm seeing what happens to Sansa's character next. Now, Sansa's not in the castle. Sansa's not in Winterfell at all in the book, but uh, her replacement is, and like I'm, I'm seeing how that goes down. I uh, well, we'll learn a bunch soon. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to that. My daughter hates listening to Game of Thrones in the car. Hates it. Tough hates shit. it. Hates Yes, exactly. Tough shit. If you were on your game, you'd be driving in 15 That's days. Right. You know, That's right. You get what you get. <laughs> Every day she gets the reminder. No complaining. It's all her fault. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that whole thing's ridiculous. I can't believe that. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, Fallout. So right. Fallout 4 has been long, long, long awaited uh, by everyone who's a Fallout fan, I think. Is my and, mic clicking uh, for you? I can't tell if it's my headset or my mic. Hopefully it's my headset. Carry on. I don't hear any clicking. Okay. Um, but it seems that, um, that you know the Bethesda tweeted out the you know the please uh, the waiting thing the the little uh, screensaver thing that pops up in during loading screens. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I guess their website has a, a countdown going on it that ends in like fourteen hours from now, which is like 
I, I'm not really sure, but like noon tomorrow or something like that. Hmm. And uh, I, I'm, I'm, I, I guess everyone's speculating that information is going to be re released then. I hear a lot of people discussing what engine the thing's going to be built on. It's definitely going to be, I think they've got an in-house engine that they've already got. They think they're going to use a 64-bit version of that. And uh, I guess I'm excited about the thing. Uh, right now, Civilization is really owning my life. But if I got a new gaming PC and I've started mm. playing Fallout and got, all the, got, got lots of mods on there, I could really, really put some time into Fallout 4. That would be nice. I, the thing is, I'm, Fallout 4 is... Wait, Fallout 4 is the next one. The next one. Oh, okay. So you're talking a about brand the future, new yeah. No, I, I, I thought you were suggesting you were going to play Fallout like 3, pretty much, or Vegas or whatever, to sort Man. of get your Fallout game back on. But that's not what you're saying. No, no. I, it's, it, that I pick up pretty fast. Fallout mechanics are so... To be honest, Fallout mechanics are so bad and clunky that that's why they put the whole VAT system in there, where mm -hmm. you like zero in on your, the, the enemy and stuff like that. Like ADS and... Really, the first-person shooter ver part of Fallout sucks. It's hard to do, and it's it's really clunky. Um, I'm hoping they fix that in the next game. That'd be kind of a, that'd be a nice improvement. Um, but I, I don't want to play the old ones. I'm looking forward to the new one. And mm. whenever that comes out, I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy that. Huh. So we went to Joe's wedding. Yeah, that was fun. We uh, we flew up to Boston uh, the day before. Um, watched watch Mad, Mad Max. Max. Yeah. Did we watch that the day before? The morning before the wedding. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, yeah. Up, the yeah. day of. Yeah, yeah. Before we actually had to go. That's right. Yeah. It, you know, one of the things that stuck in my head was this. Like, So you loved Mad Max. It, and Rotten Tomatoes has it as 98% fresh. So Mad Max is a huge hit. I thought it was good. Uh, not great, but good. I thought it was a good movie. I think I, I've thought about this, and I think I know why. All of the storytelling, like 90% of the storytelling in Mad Max is done visually. Mm -hmm. that there's not a lot of dialogue. You have to, he, he everything is, um, is in the center of the frame. Everything that you need to be looking at is in the center of the frame. So even with the hard cuts, it feels like it's, it's flowing along. It's usually when you, you're cutting, like in an action sequence, you, you keep the, you keep the center, central focus the same so you don't notice the cuts as much, even if you're rotating around. But this doesn't do that. They're really rough cuts. Um, I like it a lot, but I think you've got to like really focus on what's going on in the background and stuff. Like, like the to to really get, really understand like the, the lizard thing. Remember, you didn't notice that the lizard had, had two, two heads. heads. Uh huh. I felt like that was uh to me that was like oh radiation. There's definitely some radiation here. Mm -hmm. So when I saw that that guy had those tumors or goiters or whatever, um, you know, and the lights and, and their their skin was really light, mm -hmm. but I feel like they're just painting themselves to like make themselves look uniform and gruesome. But even when it washed off, they looked really sickly. I think they had leukemia, so I think because that would make sense. It's a blood uh, blood cancer from you know bone marrow, mm -hmm. so a transfusion would help with leukemia. It, mm -hmm. it would get you jacked back up. And they kept referring to a half life, like this this guy's at the end of his half life. And, and to me, that that means like you know in the future they're only living to like 25, 30 years old, and then they're dead. So like this guy's like 23 years old or something, and he's an old man in this world. And he's dying because he's riddled with cancer, and he's, he's like he's got leukemia, and you know he's living on the blood. Um, there's a bunch of little things you had, like like I noticed, uh, I couldn't keep track of that character's name until I realized his brake pedal said Nux. It had mm -hmm. his name welded onto it. Uh, the whole V8 religion, I thought mm -hmm. that was cool. Um, I liked it a lot. I like the I like the world building they had uh, that that was present there. The 
Uh, I like that, like um, Immortan Joe and his son Rictus, the big uh, pumped up guy. Right. I noticed that they're both breathing filtered air for some reason. I feel like the air is poison in this world. It's, maybe that's why they're older. Maybe, maybe so. So yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I, I think it's, I watched it twice. Yeah, it's yeah. It up my second view. One of the things I thought was cool though, is you were saying like, hey, there's not a lot of special effects in this. This mm -hmm. movie is a lot of live action. And then um, I saw these like still photos. You probably saw them too because they were on Reddit of like before and after the CGI. Mm -hmm. And it's like, whoa, there was a lot more CGI in this movie than I knew. And, and I think more than you knew. Like, yeah. it, th like this, th maybe the center car is falling over, flopping or something. But there's 80 cars in this scene. I didn't realize all those other ones were CGI. I didn't realize how much of this was happening in like green screens and indoors. This is just happening indoors, and it looks like they're in a desert. Um, that whole scene where they were like at night, stuck in the, um, uh, the, the like murky, the muddy sand, muddy. yeah, yeah. Um, that there's all color corrected. I mean mm -hmm. that that scene I looked like that. daylight and and like in a desert, and uh, they they like yeah. added like sort of a moon reflective mm -hmm. like, uh, like like a full moon night look to it. So that movie which i still think has more um live action than you might expect uh all the live action was supplemented with with amazing cgi it, it what they're doing with cgi now is kind of cool like you don't even know it's cgi and and sometimes unnecessary like the wolf of wall street like you probably saw that video where they showed like you know they were just playing tennis in like a prison and you're like oh yeah yeah you don't realize that that whole thing is like CGI'd in, etc. And you look at the before and the after, and you're like, ah, six in one, half dozen in the other. They yeah. changed it amazingly and impressively, but yeah. I don't know why. It's still yeah, just they, a they tennis really court. They really their uh, vision, I guess. I bet it looked at exactly like the storyboards. They in, were in the uncompromising end. in their vision, and they spent millions to make it just like they wanted to when... Yeah. The impact, I think, was pretty small oftentimes. You know what CGI I recently uh, noticed that I'd never noticed before? And it's, 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 like, you're, it's yeah. like what you're talking about. I watched Inglorious Bastards because it's like, okay. again the other night. And uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it, uh, it's on Netflix. Watching Inglorious Bastards is very, 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 very good. Hmm. But in the beginning scene, when the Jew hunter is going to Monsieur Lapidite's house to mm -hmm. visit his beautiful daughters, uh, in the background, you can see he's got his milk cows are back behind the Nazis milling around, and they're CGI milk cows. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're totally CGI milk cows. And I was just like, really? They couldn't get some milk cows? I was going to say, I think I can get you some cows cheaper. Yeah. You, you go over there with $3,000 to Carl's dad's house, you get yourself two cows. What do you yeah. need? <laughs> You just need a few Holsteins out there. It, uh, it didn't make sense though, but um, I guess I guess there was a reason. But, but yeah, CGI CGI cows. I thought that was cool. Oh, I have an update for the uh, house tour video. Mine. Um, I was thinking about it. So we're doing the Woodycraft team building event, which means that somewhere around June twentieth, which is like eighteen days as we record this, the house will be clean every place at once. Right. That's when the people are coming over. So um, I think then, 18th, 20th, something like that uh, is when we'll just shoot the video and give people a tour of the home. Now, how are you going to film this, uh, this house tour? I, I picture, so I have that, that um, Sony FS700. It's like a shoulder-mounted thing. And yeah. I like it because it auto-focuses. So I was thinking of using that. 
I was I was thinking how funny it would be if you filmed some of it with the drone and the, <laughs> the, the drone <laughs> flying around the house. That's so, awesome. I'm looking and dude, some of the are, ceilings are like, I guess so high, like 18, 20 feet tall, like really yeah, tall. Yeah, that's that's it's drone level. Yeah, you get yeah, up yeah, you could get some up there. It's, that's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> uh, you got my mind spinning now. Like, should I get a drone for this? I, I saw a um, uh, you know, a selfie stick, but this yes. was a stabilizer selfie stick. But it was like three hundred or four hundred dollars, and I'm like, I don't know if I can justify a selfie stick that's that expensive. But it would look amazing. The, uh, you think stabilizer, maybe not you, but most people would be like, ah, that's stupid, whatever, camera shakes little, it's a vlog, I don't care. But w when you see stabilized footage, you Big know, flying around, you're like, oh, yeah, I never knew that I had a problem until I see the solution. It's like your brain, it, because the movement is natural, it, it's like your brain finally matches up with what you're seeing visually on a level that it normally doesn't when the cameras shake you at all. It's, it's, it's more like actually seeing something happen than it is like watching a video. It, it feels more natural to your brain and to your, you know, to your eyes, I suppose, if that makes any sense. Yeah. It looks better. It, it, I'm talking myself into it. We'll see. I need to take a breath. See, what is sometimes when I see things that are too expensive and maybe a bad idea. Well, wait, you know, maybe if this thing could be used for some Woody's Lab videos. Oh, then, God. Then it would be a worthy investment. You've just got to touch it a little every day. That's all. <laughs> oh, fuck you. So, uh, did you touch I, your thing today? Yeah, yeah. I got in touch with the guy. I think I nice. got that squared away. Or not a. Um... Oh, that's the thing we, we said. We were, oh, no. What are we going to do now? I didn't mean to say that. Can you bleep it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that I better. Can. Yeah. Uh, there, can, can you like block off my lips too? <laughs> so that they can't read my mouth. Read my lips. Um, I like that. If that's possible. Yeah, it is because we don't record with XSplit anymore, so we Excellent. can edit footage. That's yeah. awesome. I, I want to keep that top secret until um, until I got all my ducks in a row because mm -hmm. I think it's a it's it's a really fun idea and uh, it's something that that all of the viewers are going to be able to enjoy too at their homes. So like. Uh, I want to keep that top secret until it's time. So sorry to, to all of you out there. <laughs> My neighbor came over and they brought us dinner. They said they had been meaning to bring us dinner for quite some time. I think they're just being friendly neighbors or whatever. But while they were here, they mentioned they wanted us to sign a new like homeowners association covenant type thing. Now, I never signed the old one. I don't feel particularly bound to it, but I might be. I don't know what the deal is. Um, I bought a home that was part of it. But the thing is, it expires in a few months. So I was like, ah, covered, not covered, whatever. It lasts until like, I think July of 2015. So what's the big deal? Then there's no HOA at all. And uh, they're going to make a new one. And I have to figure out wow. how I feel about it, if I want to sign it, if I want to put my foot down. I'm more than happy to join in with some of the stuff like road maintenance or, or whatever. But the restrictive parts like... You know the what I can sell on my property or what I can do on my property. I want to, you know, yeah, not this part for me. You know, then yeah. I'm not you get might want the ability to shoot guns or uh, or you know have a boat out in your yard or or something like that. Maybe build a shed or something like that. You know. So the things you're, I don't think it covers. Like it covers some really? of what I well, think of good. the more extreme things. Like you can't have swine, you can't have pigs, but you can have almost any other kind of livestock. I don't know why. Um, that was the Big only stink. one I remember. 
Uh, yeah, I, I guess yeah, they know a thing. I'm not sure. I think it. Oh, it doesn't prevent you from dividing up the property, but it prevents you from having houses smaller than such a size. Like every house on it has to be like two thousand square feet or something. So like that's a part. And then the length of it matters too, because I'm pretty sure I'll be here in five years. I think I'll be here in ten years, but I wouldn't want to sign anything that commits me beyond that. Um, so I don't know. It's this little piece of drama coming up in my life. This HOA. I bought this knowing that it was about to expire. I didn't buy it knowing that they were about to ask me to sign the next one. So you should you should take it and uh, and make it and and copy it, but alter it in the way you want and then sign that and then send it back and see if they notice the difference that's companies have mm -hmm. i've had companies do that to me before oh like, yeah like, like like we had agreed on payment or whatever and then they send me like a uh, they're like oh yeah okay well we agree on all those numbers we'll just send over the contract and you read the fine print it's like no you're trying to fuck me like you're <laughs> just constantly playing a game where you're trying to fuck me like no you altered what we just said and sent it to me like i was going to sign it and fax it back and you're going to ha gotcha like, I hate that. And it's super yeah, common. Right? And now I don't do it tricky, but I will totally cross out and redo contract. If there's a part I don't understand, I used to be like, well, maybe I'm not smart enough to read this contract. No, fuck that. If there's a part you don't understand, that was intentional. I used to work with, um, fuck, I don't remember the company's name anymore. It might have started with a G and it's not Gamma Labs. Um, but they... Uh, Gunner Optics? No, but they suck too. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, what this company did is they, they partnered with someone else and they had like dedicated servers for console gamers. So we even played like some of the call of the community or stuff like that. And, and pretty much one of the players would be a bot and everyone would be, and he would be host. He'd pull host. This. Yeah. And that way the host was like in a data center with a quality connection and a good upload. And, you know, everyone had a good connection to him because he was, you know, a, a, it wasn't like some random guy's Walmart Dedicated connection server for console. Exactly. So, um, um, I forget, I had to make like a video using their stuff and such. And I didn't understand the contract. So I signed it and sent it back in because I was new to this. And uh, afterwards, they're like, no, no, no. You have to do this, this, and that to get paid, you know, the full amount. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I did it. And they're like, no, no, no. Like, that'll just get you this. We have to do this and this. And I'm like, I don't know about this. And then, like, the third time, perfect nailed it everything they possibly asked for and they're like come on woody and we have to pay the whole thing i'm like yes you have to pay me i did my part you do your part well we're a little low on cash right now i thought we were friends fuck your friendship we're not <laughs> friends you know what you like you you, you, you fucked me the, the first two months of this thing and you took advantage of my good nature you know, and I, I can remember their name. And then Onslaught, on the other hand, also worked with him. But the section that like could be interpreted. And by the way, like it, I wish I could remember the exact details, but they interpreted it differently, like month after month. Whatever way would get me paid the least is how they interpreted it. I Onslaught, see. being clever, said, "I don't understand this part. Let's reword it. You know, so that so that it's clear." And yeah. that's what they did. And then he never had the problems I did. That section, I now know this is a thing that people do. They will word it ambiguously, ambiguously and, and convoluted, intentionally. If you, if you word the contract ambiguously, then 
you can you can fight it in court and some and you'll win 50 50. so you're just saying mm. like hey it's a 50 50 shot we don't even have to pay this guy let's do it right? <laughs> yeah and and now if i see a piece of contract that i don't understand what i did before is i took it to them verbally and i was like hey i don't understand this and then they explained it to me and then they went back on their word as it was payday um now hey i don't understand this we need to reword it so that everyone is on the same page that's the it's the more experienced version of me so but yeah, got fucked. I wish I remembered who that company was. I bet people listening to this know who I'm talking about. Yeah, they know. Yeah. So uh, I forgot how we got onto contracts. Oh, the covenants and the homeowner association. But yeah, now I'll cross it out and reword it if I don't like it. Um, and it's not tricky. It's not, I'm not doing the, the scheme that they pulled on me. I'm just saying, no, oh, I won't agree to that. I'll agree to this. You know, let's keep talking. So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, uh, oh, I've been working around the house. Mostly boring stuff. I installed like 28 or 29 floor register, like HVAC vent things. What are you looking at? You're looking hey, behind look, me. Look on your left shoulder, like right here. What's, what's that right there? No, no, that's your right shoulder. Oh my God. I can't believe. This I, is I just a. Thought there was a no, I, I thought there's a little spot, like right where the, the, like, the, the thing, the cable goes. I thought it was a spider for a second or something. This? All right. I, it's covered by the microphone now. I can't see, but I don't know. I thought there's a thing there. If you don't see anything, then I'm sure you're spiderless. I, the I dog just... slobbered me here, and of I did course. not realize that's what that that I, head level. That I meant sense. to yeah. I meant to change my my shirt with the, with one that didn't have dog slobber. Uh, the little spot you saw slobber. was probably um, just lint or something. Yeah. Okay, All but right. there, whatever. So, so does the search continue for for the the new dog? Yes. Um, now jackie was all over you about that dog while we were in boston it hasn't lightened up uh, <laughs> i i have gotten her like it was to the point when i left she did like nothing productive but dog hunt that was there was nothing slowing her down woody and i were getting ready to go to the airport and it's just a steady stream of texts about about like well i don't know what the website was but it was like greatdaneparadise.com <laughs> yeah kingdom.org <laughs> yeah it like freaking puppymill.com or something and um so uh we did check everyone wants to hear about rescues everyone suggests rescues we want a big dog that's a thing we want uh we went to the we checked the freakishly big dog yeah you mean. so we checked out what they have online and they had a couple but they were all flawed um i think i'm not an expert but it appears that with freakishly big dogs, you have to be even more careful with health issues than with your regular dog. You know, if you go to the pound and get like a 60 pound dog, there's a good chance that dog is healthy. If you go to the pound and get like a seven foot or eight foot tall dog, you need to be selective about that. Um, Harley had her mom and her sister put down at a young age. Harley's the dog we have left because of wobblers. Wobblers is like a, problem in their spinal cord just behind their neck and uh, we thought jack had it too that it, it happens in danes she has two people she's a ticking time bomb jack blew up jack had a heart attack at five um so we're not jumping into like a dog where the parents don't have health certs all signed and a vet hasn't checked it out and like we're, we're not going to get another like sick dog we're, we're we've been fooled too many times we went to the the, the rescue not went to it but look they have it online 
all the dogs were problems. They, like they literally like had pneumonia right now. Uh, they were deaf, blind. They had a lot of um temperament issues. There was keep your Helen Keller dog. Give me a fucking yeah, real one. What like, the hell? I, I, Jack the dead dog. Um, he was a rescue actually. He was a purebred, but he was a rescue. He didn't have a home. He was staying with a foster. He was pulled from his mom at like three weeks or something like it. He was a, a hard luck case. Um, Buddy is a rescue. Uh, I grew up with a rescue. We do that. I feel like I've done my rescuing. Um, but with the next one, we're just trying to dot all our I's and cross our T's with regards to like healthy dog, healthy parents. Everyone makes it seem like you're a bad guy if you don't rescue a dog. Let's let, let's talk about supporting the puppy mill industry, okay? Somebody's <laughs> got to do it. Somebody's got to be pumping those hard-earned dollars into that dog rape farm. Like, <laughs> got to get you. Or they'll just die out and they yeah. won't be anymore. Yeah. You want that. I, I'm hurt. I'm going on record as saying this. I hate bitches are made for rape. I did not even. I, <laughs> we're, I, 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 we're talking about dogs. dogs. Get it? Bitches? At. Yeah. I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> all right. Saying, go on. The, out of all the dogs you've looked at, though, I, I st I'm kind of interested in all these massive dog breeds. I can't even name them off the top of my head, but the, the, there was all these like the Norwegian mastiff. royalty dogs uh -huh. and like, swimmer fisherman dogs. And, yeah, that one was. um. The Napoleon something I forget, something. but they've all got these massive heads and yeah, it's like this one gets 175 pounds. And we're like, God, the biggest dog of all time, and then it's like this one gets to 225. And you're like, Fuck, that's right. much bigger than I am. And then there, like, and there's this guy. He, he's like 265 pounds and jacked, God. but not as jacked as his dog, which was 280 pounds. He, a 180 pound dog is huge. This thing had another hundred pounds after that, and it was jacked it wasn't like a big fat dog it's yeah so. so so part of me likes the idea of having a dog so fucking big that people don't even want to approach it like mm -hmm. like you know they'll come up right up and pet your pet your poodle and fuck with it even though they it'll it'll be probably more likely to bite than your enormous beast that you're gonna get but I kind of like the idea of that of having an enormous monster dog but what I don't like is the fact that it's basically livestock and it's just like I just imagine it like clomping through the fucking house, knocking mm -hmm. tables around, and mm. like drinks are flying. It farts, and the whole room is uninhabitable. <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, <laughs> it's ah, oh, Jesus. And and we're gonna have two of them. Yeah. Plus, I mean, plus Buddy. Plus Buddy. But um, happy wife, happy life. I don't know. It's fucking. <laughs> Beaten Doesn't man. look like it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I, mean, I, I would like an older, like a one-year-old dog would be great to me. And I try to tell skip Jackie, the puppy bullshit, I'm huh? like, yeah, yeah, skip all the puppy bullshit. It's pretty much trained. Plus, you know what you're getting, right? When you're getting an uh, eight-week-old dog, you don't know what that thing's going to grow up to be. You don't know if it's going to be big, small, happy, sad. Jack at eight weeks was, you know... Like every other freaking puppy. You know, they get, maybe some puppy behaviorist would have been able to tell he had fear aggression, but we couldn't. You know, it, He just seemed lovable, eight weeks old, whatever. But if the dog was a year old and he approached us the way he approached you, do you remember? Like, You were very good to him. And you're like, you don't have to take that muzzle off. Hello, Jack. And he's like, <laughs> you. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> he wanted blood. <laughs> he was so angry with me. He, he it was definitely the fear aggression. Like like, he was ready to kill me to get me out of the house. If mm -hmm. that's what it took, I felt like like he was definitely ready to attack. Yeah. Uh, and, 
And it was it was he was intense because he's a big guy. Yeah, big, and, and big we had guy. him with a muzzle, so there was never any real danger. You felt safe, yeah. right? Yeah, totally. Of course, yeah, yeah because yeah. he was muzzled, though. Of course, yeah. Like, yeah. like, like I've said it before, like there's no taking that dog on and like hand to paw combat. Like just, <laughs> it's not gonna work. Like he's gonna rip my throat out. Like it's it's one of the, it's you do what you do in a bear attack. You just cover the parts you want to keep and like <laughs> <laughs> curl up in a ball and hope that he it, just nips your ass until like someone gets him off you. It, it would be a bad day. So, yeah. um, but you know, if you're buying a one year old dog, then you might know that about him. You know, the things like it's a dog at this point. Well, that's not what you're doing. You're getting a, uh, that's... you're getting a puppy and it's going to be a glorious puppy and, uh, it's going to be gargantuan. It's probably going to be like 20 pounds as a puppy. So think <laughs> of it that way. I mean, there's some adult dogs that don't get that big. So you're kind of starting with a one-year-old dog because they're fucking huge. <laughs> I can't believe you guys love those big dogs. <laughs> we do. We do. Um, yeah, well, it'll be what it'll be. I don't know. We'll, it, My dad said to go with the Doberman. He loves his. And it, like me, while he said it, he's like sitting on his uh, Kubota ATV and like his, his Doberman is like sitting in the passenger seat with his big head like laid over on my dad's chest. And he's just like, oh, you're true. We are good dogs. <laughs> he's just like so lazy, and he just he lays out in the sun for like hours at a time, like he's solar powered out there, just soaking it in like all day. Danes are like that too. So Danes, I, I looked at all the the giant breeds, and uh, I was like, all right, clean sheet. Let's see this. You know, let's look at these mastiff. Let's look at the. I think it's a Newfoundland. That's the water one you like. Um, and and let's look at the Kangles and look at like. But pretty much every time there was some big dogs that had like giant rastafarian dreads and stuff hanging off of it and like you know some of these dogs are for people whose hobby is dog grooming the ones with undercoats you know they they, they have a, a a short dense coat uh as a base coat and then they have like that long like flowing fluffy coat like those are like cold weather uh aquatic dogs and those are probably not the uh, the breed you want. You want like a short haired dog, I think, yeah, that doesn't it, shed. The, someone pointed out a Kangle. I think I'm pronouncing it right, and that actually turned out to be a really cool, you know, a candidate. But with a um, K, right? Kangle yeah. with a K. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, the Great Danes actually came up well in all the things we like, and I, I always like this about Great Danes. They are like supremely athletic. They run super fast. They jump super tall. They're really strong. They're supermen of dogs, yet they're still lazy 95% of the day. Yeah, they, they keep saying they're good apartment dogs. Apartment dogs? Yeah. Pretty much you let them out for a few minutes and they've got all the out they need. You know, mm -hmm. if you buy, I'm going to mess it up, maybe an Irish setter, like one of those dogs that kind of is built to, to um, rustle sheep or something then that dog needs to be run all the time. That's not the case with Danes. It's because the, the Danes metabolism can't support its body size. <laughs> They've only got enough energy to like run out. They're like a, a shitty cell phone battery. They go outside. They're dead in like 30 minutes. And you got to put them back on charge. Like all those other dogs are appropriately sized. That's why they can go all day. They're that, supposed to go all day. The, the shitty cell phone battery effect is what, I looking, is what I'm looking for in a dog. <laughs> I like that. I want my dog to pretty like if I had an off switch these dogs are off all the time then i open the door I, yeah come on go ahead go get that way go get that way follow me in the golf cart come back <laughs> and then they're done I'm like all right turn it back off again perfect i love that in a dog and uh um yeah so the great danes actually when i started with a clean sheet of paper i came away they're actually towards the top of the list so 
That might be I where we go again. St. Bernard mixed in somewhere. Yeah. I, I, I've been saying that to Jackie too. Like, let's get like a great Bernard or a great... I like that, yeah. Uh, um, a poodle. Apparently, so poodle's a bigger dog than you might guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they don't call them great poodles. They call them like poodle Danes or Dana doodles or something. I forget. Dane but um, <laughs> uh, essentially, poodles don't shed. So that's why they mix like Labradoodles or Labradors that don't shed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, that's an interesting idea. But I think Jackie's all about the Great Dane. Um, that I, I think that's where we're going to land. All about playing God with these poor dogs. You should get you, yourself like a genetically engineered dog. That, that's what you should I do. I feel that's like we are. Right? Fuck, all, fuck pick it, picking all these breeds. Like, like, no, not selective breeding. I want gene therapy involved. I want splicing. I want you to have like a super dog. Like it should be able to like take 10 feet with a single bound and get some titanium teeth in there. You can mm-hmm. have a superhero dog if you want to put the money into it, I think. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, oh, my, do- my dog could fight crime. <laughs> my daughter was talking. We were, we were talking about the house and how long we we're going to live here. We said something like 10 years or whatever. She's like, you don't think you'll be here in 20 years? I was like, I don't know. It's a big house. You move out. Colin moves out. Like Jackie and I don't need 6,500 square feet. And she's like, well, I could take the house. I'm like, you could buy your own house. <laughs> 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 like, this home isn't just like, you know, where we live. It's like part of my investment portfolio. Yeah, yeah what do you think, Jack? Just give her the house, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. I was like, I'll sell it to you. You got 7 to $10 million. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> That'd be great, right? That property value takes off. That's why she needs to uh, to get a job. I, 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 she's just been given money since birth and uh time to mix in a little bit of hard work what kind of jobs appropriate for her can i make a suggestion what i think would be cool i think it would be neat if she got into if if she got an etsy shop or something entrepreneurial like that mm. and she made a product and sold it online i like that but i feel like that could also be not a job if it didn't go anywhere uh i was thinking for that what's that There'd be some sort of punishment for that. Like you gotta cons- think of it as a real job. Like, like if it's gotta be, if she doesn't work it, it would, it would, it would have to come along with the same consequences as if she, you know, didn't show up, showed up late for a real job. Well, like, I mean, not, it, not not work it, but the customers drive how busy you are in an Etsy thing, right? She could just sure. make candles and say, "Look, I made fart smelling candles. Never sell one," and be like, "Yeah, that was my summer job. Didn't go anywhere." I would like to see her at like a Yankee Candle or something. That seems like a nice introduction to the workforce. Hmm. It does sound. It sounds like it would smell really nice all day. Mm-hmm. But I, hmm. I think first jobs that would be interesting. Maybe in a restaurant. God, that's a hard job, but you <laughs> learn service industry. You learn to work. It's part of the deal. <laughs> learn to hate people. <laughs> learn to like not want to eat at that restaurant anymore. You know how long a day at Yankee Candle would be though. Like you're just not busy enough. You. you like, I don't know if you've had a job like this where you like. You look at the clock at 2.40 and you say, ah, oh, it's almost 3. 2.50, ah, oh, it's almost 3. And then 3 and 3.10 and 3.20 and you're like, holy shit, it's been 3 for like an hour now. This clock <laughs> isn't moving. Like if you've never had that job, then you're missing a part of what you need to know about for work. Okay. Hmm. That's going to be an interesting situation. Of course, you'll, she won't be driving herself to that job for several more months now. She should be driving in December. That's a thing. She doesn't know this. You guys are going to get the inside scoop. With Colin, he wants to go on a Disney cruise, but I don't. It is both money I have to spend 
and seasickness is, uh, I forgot he was here, and seasickness that I have to endure. So he has skin in the game. That's Jackie. She keeps saying, you got to have skin in the game. So he needs to eat like 10 new foods. He's got one so far. He eats at California Pizza Kitchen or something like that. I want to mix in some more healthy ones, like a grilled chicken or something like that. But his diet is not healthy enough and it's not wide enough. And, you know, every time we eat out, we have to like go to Wendy's and then bring Wendy's with us to like whatever, salsa fresh or macaroni grill. No, he needs to increase his diet so that he, like I said, healthier and just wider. So um, if he does that, if he eats 10 new good foods, you can't just grab like six cookies, um, then I go on the Disney cruise with him. We're going to make it happen. Hope wants to color her hair. She's always wanted to color her hair, but she's a redhead. She's like a, a red, orange, fiery. What color does she want to go to? She has talked about dyeing just the tips. She's talked about greens and purples. Um, I think if she was a brunette or blonde, I'd be against it. But because she's a redhead, I'm like really against it. It just looked like she's got the greatest hair and I didn't want it dyed. But I think I think blonde would be okay. I, I, th I think brunette might clash with her skin tone, but but I, th I think blonde would work. Uh, See now you're thinking of like full on like full, color change. Yeah, and and right. No, she's thinking of some sort of scene bullshit, right? Like like the tips will be blonde. Let's do blonde on the tips. And yeah, uh, she shows you a picture of it, right? And it's and you look at the picture and you're like, actually that turned out pretty well. But everyone in her high school that does this shit looks terrible. Terrible. So what I think we're gonna do is for her it's gonna like we need her to drive. I'm like, I need you to be able to drive mom's car, dad's car, parallel park, in traffic, forwards, backwards, etc. For some reason, she's not driving motivated. So we're going to use this you know, skin in the game. She, her, her carrot is going to be coloring her hair. She colors her hair. Or I'm sorry. She learns to drive. Really learn. We need to define that. Then, um, then Perhaps a driving class. She's had a driving class. Perhaps... Uh, a defensive driver's class, like like, send her to like a real driving school, maybe where she can learn. <laughs> like that like would a be a NASCAR cool. driving school. Yeah, that that'd be some fun videos. <laughs> um, we'll see. I feel <laughs> like learn some off-roading skills. Too, she's maybe. not motivated. Some driving. She is no? happy in the passenger seat. That's the I core understand. of it. I don't understand. What mm -hmm. is that about? Well, do you like <sighs> being chauffeured? Well, like, as an adult, I like being chauffeured right. because, like, I, at any moment I can say, no, I'm going to get in my car and go. But, but like, as a 15-year-old turning into a 16-year-old, I'd already gotten, like, a taste of it because I could drive, you know, with my parents in the car. So I know what it's like to be in control of the car and how much fun that is. But now I get to decide where the fuck I'm going because there's no point when you're with your parents and you're like, you know what, Dad, I'm just going to drive around for a while. I just, just want to go down this street. But when you're in control of the car... You're the fucking captain, finally. You're not just the... Uh, I, I the, don't um, know what normal is. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I don't know what normal is, right? Like, when I was a kid, if I wanted to, say, do something after school, and, like, getting there and getting back from it was a real problem. Like, I, I don't think I could have participated in a sport the next town that would require my parents to drive for me. Bullshit. They wouldn't do it, you know? Um, but Hope has always gotten everything, you know? I don't think you can can put it on that because I had the same. I you was had driven that deal everywhere. Too? 
Yeah, I was driven anywhere and everywhere I, I wanted to go. Like I was driven to paintball tournaments, you know, 50 minutes away, and you know, you know, my dad would drive me to from store to store to get what I wanted. If I if I was doing clothes shopping, my mom would take me to this store and that store to this mall, and then an hour to another mall if we needed to to get you know my shopping done. Whatever it was, you know, transportation was never a problem. But when I had the car, it's it's like you. It's like you change uh, from the uh, from like the what do you call it? from the pilot to the captain, and there's a difference. When you're the captain, you decide where the ship's going and how long it stays there and how fast it goes getting there. When you're the other guy, you're just taking somebody else's orders and just kind of doing it. It's it's so much nicer. I, I, I was I was yearning for that that freedom for me and that it, power. It, it was about the freedom, but not so much the power. Like. I when I got a moped, I had a moped. I was a moped nerd, and uh, after that, I had a car. The fact that I could go anywhere I wanted, that my world opened up, I could go to the next town. Um, I surfed. Sometimes my local beach wasn't the best beach, so I'd rather go to Atlantic City or Wildwood or something like that. I hear you know AC's pumping, especially when the surf got big. Back then, AC had um, Atlantic City had the better beaches for the big waves, and uh, I'd be like bumming rides off people. I couldn't determine when I was leaving. I had to like Almost keep an molested. eye on them because I was afraid they'd leave me, and they might have. I don't know. We're not that good friends. Maybe they're dicks, yeah. you know. So I had to make sure that I was always with them. Um, but when I'm driving, all of a sudden, like I don't have these problems. I can go anytime I want. I can surf for as long as I want, longer than them, not as long as them, whatever. I'm in charge, and uh, that's what I liked. But I feel like Hope has that already. She already gets to go anywhere she wants, and there's not the same sort of like suffering that I had. I don't know. I like the, even the ability to be like, you know what? I'm going to the gas station. I want a pack of chips, or, or you know, mm -hmm. I, to just be able to go to you know a convenience store or anywhere I wanted to go. It was a lot of it was a lot of power to suddenly have, and to just be able to get away from my mm -hmm. parents, mm -hmm. just to be able to like you know for. Up until then, I'm kind of a prisoner there at the house unless I've planned a thing that they take me to and then leave me at. But now I have the power to just be like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going somewhere else. Like, where, I, I might just drive around. I, I might just, you know, go, we used to call them spirit journeys. My cousin and I would just get in the car, and it might be 5 in the morning when we started, or it might be, like, midnight. But we'd just start driving until we got lost. Oh, yeah. you know, we'd just do go shit, have fun. too. We'd be yeah. like, where do you guys want to eat? Let's go to Arby's. Four people. Four separate cars. Arby's was 40 minutes away. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> you know? And we'd all just go. We were just driving like assholes. But, yeah. Um, it, it was fun. So, But she doesn't seem to, to share that. She's just fine the way she is. So, Well, that's unacceptable. Well, uh, the hope <laughs> is that the, the hair coloring thing is something that she wants and that she's willing to learn to drive for. Also, I bought you some... Oh, I... I I, I, well, I'll, just, I'll just wrap this up. She's always wanted my truck since she was little. But then when she had to learn to drive stick, now her, my truck is unattractive. And Jackie always backs up, your car is so hard to drive. Your truck is so hard to drive. I'm like, I do it every... Like it, it's, it's very easy to drive. It's totally achievable. It's harder than hers, the automatic 4Runner. It's, it's hard to miss those gears in your truck. It's, that's it's, true. It's a nice long shift and everything. I like it. Yeah, it, it's, it's not tough. So... Um, but they all, Jackie reinforces this notion that my car is hard to drive. And uh, I'm just like, I, I don't care. Hard for you. <laughs> I'll admit it's harder than a Camry. Like if there were a stick shift Camry, I think that would be easier. But um, I, I just wish that they'd stop being like, you know, that is a master's level car. No, it's not. 
it's fine. It's it's not so difficult. You need to get one of those video games that has the six-speed shifter and put her on that. I, I don't understand how it's so easy. It's just it, it, there's even a picture of it on the shifter. Yeah, it's not. It, it's regulating the gas and the clutch, you know, so that it accelerates smoothly is is her challenge. But to me, and I don't know why she spent hours learning it, and she gets into gear and stuff. I did a video once, but um, I. It, it generally, it literally took me like 30 seconds to learn to drive a stick, and then I was set. And she's yeah, hours in, same. and not I, as good um, as I was a minute in. I I just felt like it was pretty simple, and, and I'm not like very coordinated when it comes to like like I see people playing the drums, and you know you've, you've got one foot doing the mm -hmm. whatever it's called, and then you're doing a totally different thing with this hand and this hand, and that to me is like chewing gum and or, or like rubbing your head the or like doing eight thing. different yeah doing that thing. <laughs> like times a thousand i can't imagine like playing the drums effectively and keeping the time with my foot correct but operating a clutch is is just it's just like out on this one down on this one it's just keeping a nice little balance there mm -hmm. and you can hear it you can feel it in the shifter it's i don't know it's kind of second nature i guess and i just don't have that much practice it just makes sense i guess to me she's struggling with it so we'll i'm hoping that when forced to learn to use my truck, she'll be interested in it again. I got kind of excited about the power wagon or the new F-150 or, um, you know, a couple different things that are out there as options. And, you know, I think the smart money right now is I keep riding that Tacoma for a long time. And I loved it until they teased something new. And now I'm like, yeah, I guess. Keep going. <laughs> we'll see. So we'll see what happens. I think you, may, you should maybe you should put a big winch on the Tacoma. It has one. Oh, that's right, it does. Yeah, my um, my wife's air conditioning was broken, and I fixed it. New skill set for me. I never fixed. Which it. was it? The compressor, or what, what? Like what? What part did you have to change? It was just low on Freon. So oh. you've probably done that before. It sounds like, but you, you basically you test it, see if it's low. If it is, you fill it. There's a like a tool use. It's almost like filling a tire. But uh, the whole diagnosis and filling process was new to me, and uh, it works. She was really suffering without AC. It's awful, um, and, and it's so much colder. I, I, I think of that as summer maintenance uh, <laughs> with the like topping off of the Freon. Like I, I turn the AC all the way to high. I, I've got that bottle just like tapping it because I feel like that initial surge of pressure is enough to maybe overwhelm the the seal and get a little more Freon in there. <laughs> like. Like, and you can just see how much colder it gets. It's uh, cold AC is important in the South. Yeah. So she, I mean, it she'd get home, she's sweating. Like it totally just wasn't even working. Uh, it wasn't just bad. It was off. Yeah. All it did was blow hot air. Hot air. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I was like, all right. I'm gonna just, so I watched some YouTube videos, found out what I thought it was. And uh, when I got back from... Um, uh, with Joe's wedding, the, everything was waiting for me. The parts came from Amazon, fixed it. I was proud. Jackie was so nice. psyched. So, what were you? You had a topic we were going to talk about. Oh, I know what it was. Oh yeah, I bought you some hair gel. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna mail it out tomorrow as long as it's not a holiday. Or so some you bullshit. forgot your hair gel hair gel for Joe's wedding, and I was like, I use mine. My hair gel is called Surfs Up, I think. Mm -hmm. It comes in a blue and teal container, green and blue container, and. and uh, it's sticky. It's sort of the consistency of thick toothpaste, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I felt like when you spread it on your hands, mm -hmm. it just, I couldn't get good. 
good coverage on my hands, and then when I put it in my hair, I didn't care for the smell that much too. It felt it was mm. sort of a menthol like, uh, oh god, sort of like, like it, it was like a kind of a kind of an old man deodorant kind of smell. I and, never and, noticed and I it like smelling can, at all. I feel like we can improve on that. Uh -huh. now, I'm not a big proponent of like Axe's product line. I feel like a lot of people use that Axe body spray like as a as a shower substitute. It's a guys shower the, substitute, right? Guys at the gym do that all the time. If you're a teenage guy listening to this and you're one of those guys who works out but you just barely broke a sweat and you're like, "Yeah, I'll just Axe this up." No, don't do that. That's the most white trash thing ever. <laughs> don't do that. Take a fucking shower and get clean. You're going to smell you want to smell like soap, not like Axe. Mm -hmm. But this Axe uh, hair gel stuff I use really does smell nice and it's not like an overpowering smell i don't smell me but if a girl smells me or if anyone's like gets close enough to smell my hair it smells very nice and i feel like the consistency is such that it's sort of it's sort of a putty but it like it when you like do that like you're, you're all of you you know you're it spreads evenly th throughout your palm and your fingers and it's like a white film mm. and then i just kind of mess everything up and then i part it and then i kind of mess it up a little bit more to make to, so it's not so like perfectly parted and, and i'm done and it sticks and it's like it's sticky enough that like I could I don't know do something silly with my hair if I really wanted to but it's not so sticky that it's like gross like I don't feel mm -hmm. like I need to wash my hands or anything we'll see. Um, I, 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 hmm. my hair right now is too long uh, for my personal preference my wife thinks it looks fine but I, I like it shorter and it's also getting to the point where I feel like it retains heat which makes me unhappy but uh, we'll get it cut again I, I feel like you keep the sides really short, like you're a professional baseball player or something. And you like it a little longer. I like it a little longer on you. You know, I it's weird. And, and you're probably right, because I feel like when you see someone else, that's like your own image of what you're supposed to look like and what you do look like, it's so distorted. And when someone else gives you feedback, usually it's on target. Well, here's the reason. Um, I, I feel like... Just much like me, we're both pretty pale. I don't. I feel mm -hmm. like you get a lot more sun than I get. Especially just this your, year is new. Yeah. Just yeah, for sure. But when you trim your hair, it's gonna, it's much lighter than your facial skin tone, so it shows up a lot lighter. And it's uh, I don't know. It uh, it, it just it it doesn't look as good. I feel like as if everything's dark and full, and you know you can't see your scalp at all. Huh. Well, I could go a little longer on the sides. We'll and give that a go. Maybe you could do a whole thing up here, like getting get some stuff up here. No, I don't, know I don't like want maybe, that. My hair is maybe. so thick; it gets hot. Even right now, I feel hot. There's like it's like I'm wearing um, what the freak is a toboggan? I don't know. What are the hats maybe, called? Maybe some sort of water cooled helmet. <laughs> That's what I need because it feels like a ski hat. I I have like a wool cap on all the time because my hair is so like thick and it's hot and it's awful and, and it's strong it's determined my hair that's why not every gel will do the trick because especially when it's short uh, what it wants to do is grow out straight in every direction like a chia pet and um yeah it, it takes a proper gel to harness this bad boy I feel like my, my hair is very thick and straight and uh, I, it wants to go straight down mm -hmm. like like Hmm. It wants to go straight down and it wants to like turn into a bowl cut. Like it wants to grow into it. It's like remember <laughs> in Joe Dirt when he's like, he he's like I don't I don't style this, bro. He's like, so you mean it just grows in all white trashy like that? Like that's how like my <laughs> hair comes in on my head. It like wants to go into like a bowl cut on its own. So like it takes some work to make it to, like keep it under control and like get it to not do that bullshit. I didn't realize that until later in life, but pretty happy with what I got going on now. I guess it'll start falling out soon. I'm sure. Um, my dad's got like 
I'm gonna say 85% of his hair. I feel like his hairline receded like three quarters of an inch, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe three quarters of an inch, and it thinned a little bit in the back, but not very much. My uncle's hair has just really went downhill in a bad kind of way, a very unattractive baldness where it like gets thin and gross in some spots and almost looks like he was on chemo. And uh, and for a long time, he tried to like grow part like a Donald Trump scenario, right? <laughs> where like Ooh. there were parts of it that were like four inches long, even though parts of it were like millimeters long. So he could wrap it all up under a baseball cap, like some sort of a a chic <laughs> or something. <laughs> I don't know. I saw a diagram that explained Donald Trump's hair. <laughs> I did. I've seen that before. It's, it's pretty you? impressive. Oh, man. I, I see it. All right. Well, I guess if you've seen it already, but I, I got a big kick out of it. Like, it, it is a whole new way of hiding his bald spot. And like, I'm like, that's not a comb over, but it doesn't look right either. Oh, and it's it, gross. It's, it's his think. own comb over. Remember what Tryhard told us about um, his dad getting those hair plugs and how they were very expensive, but they looked like real hair? Maybe, okay. maybe weren't. Like, like, I know they were very expensive, but in the end, like, basically they've cured baldness with those hair plugs. Like, hair plugs now look legit. They're just very expensive. I think it might cost you like 20 grand to get your, he your head fixed. But then you have to ask yourself, like, if you're Trump and your hair is iconic... Do you want to move over to hair plugs where everyone knows you got hair plugs and everyone's going to give you shit about your hair plugs? I'd he's such an attention whore. I'd make it a I'd make it a spectacle. Like I I oh, would I would be I, endorsed by the hair plug company. I was just going to say that when Harley shaved his beard, Schick did it for him, right? Or whatever that company is called. You I know, didn't catch that. Oh, yeah, so he Harley shaved his beard off, and he got sponsored, and there was a party involved, and there were like 30 extras cheering the shaving of it. And a guy, his name was Woody, shaved him in like a barber's chair as they talked about how wonderful the blades were. And, you know, they're like, ah, oh, the world is losing a beard. I like to think of it as gaining a face, and <laughs> you know, they're doing their thing. Um, Harley made money off the beard. If Trump goes and get hair goes to get hair plugs, yeah, like you said, you know that that place should be paying him. And you know, get, you know, have a whole like broadcast, like 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 he would unwrap it and show everybody what he's really got going on, and then they shave it all off, and then maybe like you get a before and after or something. I, I yeah. doubt he'd be cool and enough you know, to go through the process. If he owns it like that, like you're suggesting, then he's not going to be like on TMZ talking about it or whatever. It's going to be like, yeah. no, I decided to. And to join the world of normalcy in this hair. Yeah, that's what it would be. His current thing is just really weird. He's just grown it out really long and wrapped it all up, and there's a whole, like, folding pattern. Yeah. And there's lots of spray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm going to go bald. I'm 42, and it hasn't started. So That's good. You know, those guys, I see those guys who are, like, a couple years out of high school, and they're thinning out badly, mm -hmm. and it's like, ah, I dodged a bullet there. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I'll get my hair cut and get new gel and, uh, we'll look identical. <laughs> uh, I try and, oh, oh, I was thinking of closing with a joke. All right, let's hear it. Because uh, on PKA, if you're new to this, uh, or PKN, I mean to say, we, I, I try to work in a joke every time and I've kind of been slacking. So a bear goes into a bar. He sits down and immediately mauls to death and devours the woman on the stool next to him and then calmly orders a beer. Bartender says, no, 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 we don't serve drug users in here. The bear explains, I don't do drugs. And the bartender's like, well, what about that bar bitch you ate? <laughs> <laughs>
barbiturate. Barbiturate, barbiturate. Yeah, it's a class of drugs. Yes. Oh, oh, the thing about my jokes is they're always bad. <laughs> That's the guarantee. Barbiturates. Yeah. All right. That was PKN <laughs> episode number 42. I hope you guys liked it. Uh, until next time. <laughs>